Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the beginning of the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother, to the church of God that is in Corinth. To you have been sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be holy, with all those everywhere who call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus that in him you are enriched in every way with all discourse and all knowledge, as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you are called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The word of the Lord. I will praise your name forever, Lord. Every day will I bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Generation after generation praises your works and proclaims your might. They speak of the splendor of your glorious majesty and tell of your wondrous works. They discourse of the power of your terrible deeds and declare your greatness. They publish the fame of your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your justice. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, My master is long delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish him severely and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother, to the church of God that is in Corinth. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. St. Paul spent 18 months in Corinth, which is in the south of Greece. He did so between 50 and 52 A.D. He wrote the letter to the Corinthians in 57 A.D. We know that because Paul noted that he wrote the letter while in Ephesus on the west coast of what is now Turkey. And we know that St. Paul was in Ephesus in 57. Corinth was one of the most important cities in the Roman Empire. 
That explains why Paul spent a year and a half there. Corinth was the largest city in Greece with a population around 100,000 people, most of whom were slaves, the rest being noble Roman families. The city sat on a strategic spot on an isthmus. It was a strip of land with water on both sides. So Corinth was unique in that it had two seaports, one on the east and one on the west. This made Corinth then pretty much a sure stop, a key link on the route from Asia and Italy. Linking east and west, Corinth was a major trading center, and therefore its population was very cosmopolitan and diverse. It was filled with all sorts of exotic peoples. The diversity made for a plurality of religions, and that led to a plurality of worldviews. That, in turn, led to moral relativism, as in there is no absolute truth, but rather absolute varying opinions. And in this kind of environment, Corinth became known not only for its diversity, but for its depravity, its lack of morals. Corinth disease was a euphemism for venereal disease. So that was the Corinthian world where St. Paul landed on his second missionary journey. He started that journey directly after attending the first church council in Jerusalem, which took place in 49 AD. That council was headed by the Pope, Peter. At the council, Paul presented his missionary plans to the apostles. Finding his plans in accord with the church, Paul was given approval to go off into Greece. Greece was full of thinkers and philosophers. St. Paul was a pretty good thinker, too. So he went first to Athens to show, using eloquence, reason, and rhetoric, how Jesus Christ was God. St. Paul gave a great defense, but he was greatly disappointed. The smart people there didn't want to hear it. St. Paul had little success in Athens. St. Paul then learned his lesson. The wisdom of this world is no match for God's wisdom. The foolishness of God is greater than any human wisdom. And what could seem more foolish to men than that God would allow himself to be hung on a cross to save men from sin? That divine foolishness became Paul's new weapon. After Athens, he preached nothing but Christ and Christ crucified. And in that, St. Paul found his success. The church in Corinth, the huge cosmopolitan city, the key link between east and west, would take root and grow. And grow. 